You're tuned in to We'll Be Right Black Podcast. I'm Nina. And it's your boy, Frankie. We'll be having fun conversations, diving into the latest social media debates, trending topics, relationships, sports, faith, and whatever else comes up. So kick back and take a listen. And you can join us in the discussion by following us at WBR Black on Instagram and Twitter. And also find us on Facebook at We'll Be Right Black. Hey, what's up? You're tuned in to We'll Be Right Black. This is Nina. And this is your boy Frankie, reporting live from the 11-year-old's bedroom. What's going on? <laughs> she rearranged it since the last time we was in here. So, last time we was trying to be careful. I, I was trying to be careful because I just knew she was going to find out that we was in a room. <laughs> so, we tried to be very careful about putting everything back just how it was. And she still, within two seconds of being in her room, knew somebody was in it. And that's your fault. I'm not sure what gave it away, though. I really don't know what she saw at a place. It was the fan. It was, I guess, the, the fan. The fan was on. Yeah. And on she... or off of one of them. It was the first thing she noticed when she clicked her light on and <laughs> busted. I'm like, man, I thought we had, I thought we put it back perfectly. So, yeah. And so she rearranged the room. And she does that, but I think she kind of did it on purpose to try to limit the space in here because she knew that that's kind of why we came in here because she had a lot of open space. But she, she might be hating. Yeah, maybe. You know, she moved her little desk area over to the wall, but it's okay. We still managed to do what we needed to do in here. Yeah, we're going to be here regardless. So she's just going to have to live <laughs> with that. That's hilarious. So one of the things we've been doing a lot is just um, Netflix and chilling during this quarantine time, finding a lot of different shows to watch. I know we were kind of binge watching Westworld and Ozarks and one of my favorites, Insecure. Mm-hmm. So Insecure, we know we waited for Insecure for a really long time that we didn't get anything last year. So everybody was definitely looking forward to Insecure returning. I just, it's, it's egregious. Last year they had like six episodes and it's 30 minutes. That is egregious. Well, it was the year before that because remember we waited a whole year to even have it come back. So, That's yeah, it was a very long, long wait. But Issa did her thing. Like this season, she has been dropping gems. So one of the things that I've been seeing a lot on social media is just this conversation sh- surrounding Friendships. There's been a lot of conflict on the show between the main character, Issa, and her co-star, um, which is the best friend in the show, Molly. And one of the conversations surrounding it is a lot of people are talking about when to let friendships go. So um, I thought it would just be interesting to get a male take on that because I do feel like women and men may view this a little differently in terms of how do you know when to let a friendship go and when you actually pull the plug and check up the deuces maybe it's just me i don't know maybe it's just me but it's kind of maybe i think it's different i don't know if this is a guy or or a female thing i don't know i typically see it more in male relationship friendships where they just kind of fizzle out I know that happens with women friendships too, but I often more times see like there's usually like a final confrontation 
before a lot yeah mm -hmm. i see like a final confrontation or a lot of stuff that's been brewing y'all talking stuff about each other to y'all friends within the same circle and I, men at least from my experience i don't really i ain't really witnessed that really up close a lot of like when i think about my friendships like and i've had like a lot of tight friendships like when i think back on them they just really just kind of like we just kind of just grew apart like it wasn't something particular that happened it was like all right i gotta cut that person off for they it's it's just been like we just in lot we but like, isn't that kind of the same thing even if it is fizzling out like no somebody's not making the effort the so the difference is it's not it's not kind like when we say let friendships go you thinking i think in terms of like something's not going right here or something and i need to break i need to break from it i need to let it go as opposed to like it just kind of fizzled out on its own like you just like y'all getting y'all just i don't know you grow apart i don't know i was young so like when as we got older and some of us got married some of us had kids some of us just like and just grew apart like we still cool to this day we just don't really talk for See, real but like that. that's the thing so that's what intrigues me because i do feel like a lot of time well not a, i shouldn't say a lot i don't want to group everything and everybody together but i think women are more aware and conscious of the fact that this is not it could be us growing apart but it's also some shady stuff happening and i just need to to cut you out of my life and we just don't need to and that don't mean i don't love you or i don't want the best for you but we ain't clicking it's not so much like oh i'm busy and she busy and we just ain't made time for each other it's like no i intentionally i don't need you in my life and i do think it's hard to get to that place i think a lot of people struggle of when to recognize it and honestly that's what i chuck it up to for men because i think there are some dynamics and friendships that men hold on to way too long i feel like somebody gotta rob y'all mamas for y'all to cut them off like y'all will forgive somebody over it's i was i shouldn't say somebody y'all will forgive y'all boys over and over and over and just let stuff slide and it's like, well, that's still my homeboy. Like, really? I mean, yeah, I guess for some situations that like, I, I don't want to make it seem like this, like, like at its core, friendships are kind of mostly built the same at its core. It's built, you know, loyalty, you know, you know, all that stuff like that's, but where the characteristics of like how men operate and women operate is a little different. Like. And again, it's hard for me to relate because again, when I think about my my friendships, like it wasn't like I for most of them, I never was really like I need to let this person go. We just our interests just grew apart. Like I have like I got friends for like different type of stuff in my life. Like I got mm -hmm. a club friend that I hit up with when I'm trying to step out or whatever. I got a friend that's like I hit up when we trying to get online or mm -hmm. something. A friend I hit up trying to go hoop. Like I don't know like some people just they roles just reduce in a relationship and that's fine that's but i don't point. roles reducing yeah I, and it ain't that i need to like let them go or anything or something particular i'm like i like i don't look at it and be like i need to remove this person out of my life like i know like sometimes like church be preaching like you need to get that friend out your life so you can close to them and i'm like it ain't it ain't really been like that for me so i i have a hard time relating completely with the whole you don't ever think that there's a situation where 
there's been someone in your circle that just has a horrible energy or they've changed in a way that you don't really vibe with and they just not a good person to have in your space so and I so because with me again and I'm, I'm a terrible example for this because I'm to myself most of the time I'm like I have friends that I hit up here now but like everybody has like a like a role like it's people that I just hit up for certain specific things so it's not somebody that I'm constantly with around all the time all the time and I'm just like getting tired of being around this person all the time because I'm only seeing basically 99% of my friends on a limited basis anyway like like for some reason you are hogging up all my free time selfishly excuse you yeah so and so yeah so i don't know i am not the perfect example for that i think this is going to sound really corny because everybody says this all the time but i think our situation is a little bit more unique because we were really close friends like we got to the points where like we were best friends before we even got together so um when i think of like who was your go-to when you was like going out or your road dog like it was like that's always been frankie for me so um you know as far as like a best friend level i can't relate to the Issa and molly situation because that's kind of being you and i as far as that but i do think you were kind of thinking this in terms of like just casual friends now if your best friend started shading you oh uh, that's yeah that's fair you that see what i'm saying like we talking about people that are close to you like now so aaron was your best friend or your best man in your wedding he's your best friend um, one of your closest god friends, at least. Hey, Don't do him like that. Aaron, Aaron will be the godfather of our children. Let's just be clear, okay? We already know this. It's Quit out there. pumping his head up. <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> but if, you know, if he all of a sudden was like throwing shade at you or like talking about you behind your back or you just felt this energy like he didn't want to see you succeed, don't you feel like you would have to make a conscious effort like... Yeah, if that was the case, I guess I just do a good job of, like, people's characters. Like, that's not somebody who would ever, like, that would be a complete, like, 180 change-up. Like, I get right. I get that. Ha I see that more with, like, friendships that started off, like, young or as kids, and y'all grow up and become yes. these individuals that y'all start to see stuff y'all don't like about each other or whatever that's a little different. Yeah. I see that more often in those type of relationships. Again, for me, that's that's not I can usually tell that type of quality and so it never ever gets to like that best friend level right if there's possible if there's that's like more qualities of an associate. right right so right. it's hard to like really best friend somebody that's like that has those qualities like that would be a complete 180 from that person in which yeah at that point you would have to reevaluate your friendship at that point but yeah well I think that's a good way of putting it too because and I don't want to turn this into like an insecure review, but just to kind of reference the show, um, we don't really know how, I can't recall them ever specifying like how long Issa and Molly had been friends um, mm -hmm. on the show, but you can definitely feel that they are both growing. Like the whole thing about you just mentioned like growing into people and you don't really like who the other person is becoming you feel that in this like mm -hmm. so they're not super they're not like 19 or 20 but you can see them on these journeys and try and kind of like honing in on their own and starting new adventures and different things like that in relationships and 
it's, it's just not clicking with each other. Um, and so, and I do think that because women are a little more ingrained in each other, um, because we feel like, like, I need to have my girl if I don't have these men and different things like that. Um, but one thing that I do find interesting with the show is that a lot of the conversation has been around Molly and Issa. But I think we have to bring up the other friend dynamics in the show also because we have a character, what's her name, Tiffany, mm-hmm. who just had the baby. This woman is clearly dealing with postpartum depression and ain't nobody recognized it or said anything about it. They probably don't know what it is. I mean, they know what it they, is, but they probably don't know how to identify it. Not at all. Kelly's drunk ass been, it's been all about her since Tiffany was pregnant anyway. She felt like the baby been taking her place. So she already had a bone to pick. But it just, it's cur- I find it interesting that no one is really having a conversation about those other friendships, right? Like they see this train wreck happening even between Molly and Issa and then you got Tiffany with all the emotions she ha- she's having. And they've obviously been around and been supporting her, but I think that just like a lot of times in real life, we see certain things happening and we don't say anything about it. Like, girl, are you okay? This woman talking about dropping her baby off somewhere and leaving it. Like, clearly we need to get you some help. Maybe, but they thought maybe she was joking. Like, I don't... But what are you trying to imply that... I'm trying... I think for me, what I'm trying to imply is that there's a disconnect. And even though we, it's blatant and obvious with Issa and Molly, there's also other friendship disconnects happening too because they're not in tune in what, with what's going on. It's like, hey, I just want to kick it and party, but that's not all about what friendships are about like for some like you're saying like you have these different levels of friendships like you know the people closer to you have a little bit more of an intimate relationship versus you know somebody you just go and hang out with and I think that that is the transition that we're seeing with these friendships like it's moving from being you my bestie you my road dog we in everything together to I don't even really know you like you're not even the same person that i knew before because our lives are changing and merging into something different yeah because with tiffany she's so she's have she had a child i think is she married is yeah she she's married. married she's mm-hmm. only one that's married out the group with a baby now out the group like i just think i i can see that one being a natural like where those grow apart because right. she's you talking about postpartum? I'm like, they probably don't even know how to even begin to recognize that. Like, so yeah, I but that's s- still, you still should, cause she's she's obviously crying out for help. She's made several comments. But even like as watching it, I didn't even catch that. Like, I think I think you're more sensitive to like noticing stuff like that. Maybe. And I think it's because, and I think the type of field and type of work you do you almost train to like spot stuff out and like see behavior and be like, oh, that's a little off or something. So I think I think you have a little better trained eye than most. So I think they deserve a little slack in that sense. But mm. but she, had, and again, I don't want to get too deep in it. I don't want to, because everybody I'm sure hasn't seen it, but like she even brought up though that they never even offered her to throw a baby shower. Yeah, like, in like the last season. Yeah, so there's so there's obvious like friendship neglect in terms of when it comes to her. But I just think overall, I don't. I just think overall they just might be just growing apart. Like for the most part, Molly was always work. Like she was a workaholic. You know what I mean? And now it looks like Issa is the one that's 
Yeah, like that shows caught, are shifting. Or just caught up in their work. So I don't know. They just, I don't Probably know. Probably selfish. She wants to pick people up and put them down when she feels like it, which Perhaps. is a problem. Perhaps. I, identify the Mollies, remove them from your lives. That's the message. A Molly in your life can be loyal. Like, there's a, mo- there's a place. A, there is in your a place circle. for a Molly, but she cannot be close to you. Molly has to be somebody that you get together with, um, celebrate with. You're not doing anything for her. She's not doing anything for you. You're not encouraging each other. Like, that's not. And so, if that's the type of friendship you want, you don't need to look to Molly for that. Molly, you deal with with a long handled spoon and you, hey girl, hey, and then gone about your business. Damn, like that? It has to be. Because someone that wants to capitalize on your time and wants all of your attention and focus to be about them, they can't handle when you venture off and do other stuff. And that's what we're seeing with Molly. Even though Molly is very ambitious. So you would think that she could appreciate that in her best friend, but she cannot handle that. That's too much for her. And we see that in her romantic relationship too. As soon as, you know, her boyfriend decides to go off and do something different and hang out with the guys, she getting an attitude. Well, you didn't make this man, you know, wait for you, fall asleep for you, and cause you off busy doing your thing, which is fine, but then don't get an attitude because somebody else is doing the same thing and they have other lives to live. She just kind of wants everybody to drop everything for her. Well, so I guess identifying a Molly is easy. It's funny saying identifying a Molly. I don't think it is. I think, why not? Because I think a lot of, speaking from a female perspective, I I think a lot of our Mollies are people who we have known for years. So you had kind of talked about that too, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. having these friendships since childhood. I think a lot of people who have this Molly type friend They've known her since they were in elementary or middle school. They've mm-hmm. gone through a lot of stuff together, and they they don't they don't want to see it. So maybe it's like a denial thing, right? It's like she's showing these traits, but I really don't want to believe that my friend is shady like that. Maybe, maybe it's denial. Maybe they just trying to be because like the longer the more years you put in with somebody is the longer rope you give them. So I I don't think Molly is hard to identify. I think like selfish or like like I whatever her character like I don't think they're hard to identify I just think you deal with it and so which will go to the point of when do you know to let it go right and do you have I mean do you have to let it go completely or do you just give them a reduced role in your life like that like so I think that depends because some mollies are not going to be content with a reduced role that offends them you know and i've had experiences like this also where some friendships not that i intentionally reduce them but they just reduce because we just kind of were at two different points and in our lives and Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh i want i'm a at one time you know the friend wants to be okay with it but then when certain Things start changing, different life events start happening, and they're not held in the same esteem as they think they should be, then it's a problem. But it's like, but we're not in that place anymore. You know, we're not, we're not besties for the resties no more. That don't mean I don't love you and I don't care about you. So I think it depends on if the person is okay and content with those roles changing and becoming a little bit more distant. 
because if she getting an attitude because you moving on and you don't make time for her anymore then you might have to let that go yeah i just i get i mentioned reducing roles but i don't even that's a good point because i don't even know how do you how do you reduce one's role in a friendship like how do you how do you reduce i guess because spending time with them less i don't or or confiding in them less i mean i think that depends on the individual because so i will say this my friendships naturally changed when i had akina because i had her so young Mm -hmm. that i was in a completely different place in my life it wasn't because my friends tried to separate from me it wasn't because i tried to separate from them it just it's just the way it happened because our lives were in two completely different places mm-hmm. and our focus was, were different. Yeah. So for me, I think my relationships have always been a little bit more distant, but I've seen other dynamics where they are like ingrained and enmeshed in each other. Like they always together, they do everything together. So like that separation and reorganizing what that friendship looks like is a little bit more harder for people when you've been ingrained with somebody all the time. I know, I just don't know how you, how that, like I can't imagine like, most scenarios sound like that would end in some type of blow up or confrontation where- A lot of times it is. Like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know a polite way to be like, like I'm not in this place in my life anymore and you are I think we need like oh yeah I completely understand that we can definitely take a reduced role in our friendship like (laughs) like I never see it play out like that like it usually ends like it's usually some type of you know confrontation or whatever and then it blows up and then it becomes y'all just don't mess with each other at all anymore right which is unfortunate like there's you know it's hard to create a middle ground where we can still be friends that's I don't know guys it's just Y'all don't care. We're we're we're, we're already nonverbal in general in terms of not sharing our feelings like the average. I'm not saying all men are like this, and obviously we do talk. It's not, but the stigma is that men don't really share their feelings, and that's true in a lot of cases. So for us, it is just like we just let it wane off, or we just. But see, that's what kind of irritates me about men, and this is going into a whole different direction. I'm not gonna stay on this soapbox long. But I feel like your the expectations you all have for like your partners and the standards are very different from your friendships, which I get on one level. But if this is your homeboy, like ride or die, you know, come with May, like shouldn't he be held accountable to a certain standard and what we give and take from each other? Like it can't be you just dishing out, you know? And it'll, this is all naturally, like, it'll eventually get addressed. Like, if, like, if there's something off in the relationship and this is your home, like, this is who you closest with and this something off, like, it'll eventually, it'll eventually be a scenario where it'll rear his head. I just think it takes a lot for y'all to get there, though. Sometimes. It takes a lot. Somebody got to keep stabbing you. Your friend got to keep stabbing you in the back for y'all to be like, okay, homie. You put a knife in my back. Like, yeah, he didn't put 10 of them in there, dog. And you just now saying something. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I just... Why? Who's Who's been stabbing me in my back? Well, you know. Oh, hush. <laughs> you know, it's you. You've been, no, you've I'm been not. sabotaging I've, my I've been having your back. No, I've been you sabotaging. Yeah, so you can have 
man. You hate when I'm on the Xbox. I That's am your friend. You what? Has your mom ever told you that you don't need no other friends? That's how you are, woman. Yeah. <laughs> you dread the Xbox. You dread it. Listen, that Xbox. I'm not gonna go into that rabbit hole with that Xbox, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the other night, I was like, Frankie, you are so extra. First of all, I I don't even care. The problem with the Xbox is that you're on it all night That's long. Not, that's Y'all not, be on it all night. And let me tell you something. You know I'm not the only partner, spouse, wife, whatever that be having something to say. There are several women that I have talked to that can't stand their man's gaming system. Because y'all loud. It'd be different if you was off in a cut somewhere where I didn't have to listen to you and listen to all this mess talk mm-hmm. that you be doing and then you're gonna be on it till three o'clock in the morning shut up that's why i get on it. first of all you bought it for me so something i, I regret daily i ain't never something i regret I, daily I, I ain't never bought you a bunch of fashionable outfits and said you better not put it on <laughs> like <laughs> like i ain't that's never ever happened but look it's it's fair that's why i get on late because you'd be like on your way to bed anyway. So I'm like, what difference do it make? Whatever. But for some reason, you've been trying to stay up for some reason later I, than normal. So and I feel like, no, you and you sabotage it. You sabotage it because you're trying to stay up because you're trying to keep me to stay off of it. And I know what you you're doing. You think it's calculated. It is not. It is not. It's not. I don't care. I, listen, I understand, especially with us being in quarantine. I get that that's how you connect and hang out with your friends virtually whatever you can have it i just don't understand why you gotta stay up on it all night but hey that's just me you look look, i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna torture our podcast listeners with there are women that's gonna bring this up after listening to this i'm gonna say this could this could almost (laughs) this could almost be i might do a why do you hate my xbox so much episode (laughs) i may just have to put that in my back pocket because i got (laughs) i got some other thoughts but i ain't gonna i I don't hate it Okay. It just annoys me. I'll say that. Okay. To, to say the least. To I'll say the honest. least. To say the least. But you know how. So I think that's all we have for today. Let us know your thoughts of, around the whole friendship conversation. How do you identify a Molly? When do you know when it's time to separate for a Molly or just completely let that friendship go? Check us out on Twitter at WBR Black. Also on Instagram and check us out on our Facebook page at We'll Be Right Black.